2: What's going on, Bird Gang? This is Alex Singleton of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to Philly Sports with Giovanni on Eagles Brawl. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. And as always, fly,
1: Eagles, fly. Go Birds.
2: This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt
1: really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we we had great potential and through the year we just kept passing tests and passing tests
0: and eventually we were the team to beat here's the man the myth the legend giovanni hamilton
1: guys welcome back to philly sports with giovanni uh today i have on sam and natalie what's up thank you for having us here good morning (laughs) good morning
0: and happy
1: friday (laughs) yep so how are you guys
0: well you know it's it's been quite an interesting week um i can't believe that the deal finally got done I mean, we had been waiting and waiting and waiting. I know you, Giovanni, you've probably just been on the edge of your seat, checking your phone, probably just waiting to see what was going to happen. I I couldn't believe when it went down yesterday. I was in shock.
2: It's always, I feel like happens when you least expect expect it. It's been days on days on days on days. And then we've just been tracking everything and watching everything and making sure we were ready. And then it's the snow day. Where everybody's just like, ah, relaxing free weekend day, basically. Nope. And then goes down. We can never have anything nice in Philadelphia. No. It just goes to show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I literally... So, I slept till noon yesterday.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: I just didn't... I haven't been getting sleep. But I slept till noon. My mom comes in wakes me up. She's like... I don't know how to tell you this, but Carson's gone. And I was like, oh, that's a nice way to wake me up, Mom. Thanks. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I
2: know. How are you? I feel like you put out that video, and obviously you're a superstar, so it went everywhere. But obviously it hurt you, and I feel like you're just the perfect symbol for Philadelphia right now because – that's how we all feel like how did it get this far you know yeah and it's so crazy and the most consp concerning <laughs> concerning aspect to me is the fact that okay carson's gone that whole situation happened but the thing that created that whole situation we're still stuck with so like carson gets to leave and gets to start over and hopefully he's goes back to 2017 carson right But we're still stuck with that whole drama aspect, and it feels like it's just never going to end. And that's, like, the most heavy-sitting thing with me right now.
1: Yeah. um, I don't know what was wrong at the Eagles that made him not want to come back because before it was like he just wanted to stay here. This is where he wanted to play. It's where he got drafted. He wanted to stay here. He loved the fans, but it just all changed this season, and I don't know—is it Howie Roseman, is it Jeffrey Lurie, or is it both? I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of the combination of both, and you know, I—I I feel like the reality of the NFL is there's a reason that why they call it the "not for long,"
2: you <laughs> yeah. Know?
0: And and uh, um, I feel like the biz- like the business side of it, can just be so. Hard, you know, and and as a fan watching it, it's. I mean, I loved Carson too. I, I twenty nineteen, the franchise passing record over four thousand yards, and he didn't even have a receiver, you know, mm-hmm. with over five hundred yards. And and that statistic, I, I, you know, I say over and over again because I just think that that speaks volumes to the potential of his ability here in Philadelphia. We all saw what he did in twenty seventeen, carrying the team to the Super Bowl, um, and it just it makes me sad that sometimes things play out this way and sometimes, you know, the fans see it and, and we watched it all go down. And Carson was so so good for Philadelphia and all the work that he did here with his um, charity and stuff. And, you know, gee, like how, you know, he, he, you were so special to him. And um, I'm, I'm glad that he's going to have an opportunity to be somewhere where um he can be you know, treated, I think, a little bit better than perhaps he was here. And, I, you know, I also hope that Jalen Hurts or whoever the next quarterback is gets a fair shake because there's a part I don't feel like he was treated fairly. You know, I, I don't think Carson was necessarily treated, treated fairly here. So um, it's our job now as fans to kind of make sure that the Eagles – handle things properly because we're the ones who have to watch it week in and week out. And we're the ones who have to, we, we pay to go to the games, you know, we're, we're buying the gear and buying stuff at the stadium. Hopefully if we can go to games again. (laughs) Um, And I just, I just want the, it's all about the fans in this city and and that's how it should be. And I think sometimes um, the business side of the NFL and the front office forget, forget what it's all about and i think that it's our job to kind of remind them, you know.
1: Yeah. Um it's it's real. it's it's so wacky just how it went down. Um totally weird. It's totally weird. And it's
0: yeah. never happened before. It's never happened before in the NFL. Yeah. I think the last quarterback in their 20s who requested um or who had a similar situation was i, I think it was like Either Joe Namath or or Joe Montana, one of them, in like the seventies. So that's how long it's been. So it's not like we're exaggerating when we think that's <laughs> a really strange situation uh, with the Eagles, you know. And especially with like the dead cat money and and whatnot. Like it's it's just such a mess. And again, like I just think the fan fan base deserves better.
1: Yeah. Um. What do you guys think that uh, is wrong with the Eagles and? Uh, are they just burning it all down and rebuilding, or are they, what What are they doing? So,
2: I, you know me, Gio. You know I am so against Howie Roseman, and I think this all boils down to Howie, ultimately. And then also, you could also throw Jeffrey Lurie in there now because he's enabling it. But, I mean, it goes to show there was that report that Carson hasn't been in talks even before he got traded and stuff with Jeffrey Lurie and with the new head coach, Nick Sirianni. So like the literally the only odd ball out that he refused to talk to was Howie Roseman. And it's just so telling. And I don't understand how anybody could try to deny that besides the fact of just trying to not piss off the Eagles organization. You know what I mean? Like it just, there's so many signs that show it and it's just so clear to me and I don't understand why, Nothing's happening. So I'm also throwing Jeffrey Lurie in there with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I think when I look back over the last year or so, um, the way that they handled the Carson situation, I think what happened was they thought that they were going to try and outsmart um, yeah. the NFL and the way that the NFL was trending when it comes to um, – the quarterback position, um, especially with somebody like Jalen Hurts, you know, he kind of has that Lamar Jackson profile where he's quick and mobile and, and, you know, flashy, whereas Carson um, as a quarterback has a different kind of style of play. He likes to go vertical, um, which also is why it makes no sense that, you know, we had no wide, we've had no consistent wide receivers for the last, um, you know, but (laughs) I digress. Um, I think, yeah, I think that, um, I think that the Eagles tried to get too creative and didn't really realize um, how it would affect the interpersonal relationships within the locker room. Because right, like team dynamics and relationships are really important. And if you're the starting quarterback for an NFL franchise and they just paid you a hundred million dollars, and then they draft, you know, a, a supremely talented athlete and Jalen Hurts you're kind of like well wait a minute what happened here so you kind of feel like the organization doesn't have faith in you and it's you know you wonder why why did they do that you know and it kind of creates this mistrust and I think that that's what built up over time and I don't know if it was like intentional rebuild but that's that's where we are now and and I just I don't think it had to be this way you know there's no reason
2: in my mind that we, like, think of me. Think about the Super Bowl. Who could have ever thought about in three years from then we wouldn't have the same head coach? We wouldn't have Carson Wentz. We would be so just jumbled and have like that lost identity. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. you, G? What What are you thinking?
1: Um, I think that. Um, Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie are completely in the wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that they uh they tried to do some slick things this year, yeah, with uh swapping Carson and Jalen in and out throughout the game too, uh, and we saw how that worked out. It didn't. Um, and I I think that they just need to just stop trying to be someone that they're not and be the (laughs) Eagles that we know.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. So, I mean, as a fan, what, what do you want, what do you want to see from them? You know, go like, now that we have to move forward and I know, I know you're going to be following Carson closely. Um, in Indy, but what do you, what do you want from the Eagles? Because that's what's gonna that's what makes an impact, you know, and that what that's what makes a difference. It's what you want because it's it's all
1: about you. I want I want them <clears throat> I want them to stop treating players like this and driving them out of Philly, like making them to the point where they're like, "Let me go, just get get me out, just." Let me go anywhere, and I think that that's the worst thing mm-hmm. uh, for any general manager or owner of a team to see. Your players want to leave like this, um and I don't see. I I don't know if Howie Roseman or Jeffrey Lory I I don't know how they're feeling. Like, are they happy now that Carson wanted out this bad?
0: Well, you know what's funny about that? And I, I said this on the air a couple of weeks ago. I I wonder if they do think about other people's feelings because I, I don't think that they do. And I think that in order to get the team back into, um, you know, a place where they feel like a team, right? Because I, I don't think the 2020 Eagles felt like a team. That's, you know, there's a lot of um chemistry that a team needs to have in order to be successful. I don't think the team last year felt like a team. So you have to consider people's feelings, like you're saying in a team atmosphere. And I I don't know if they think about feelings and I, and I feel like maybe they should going forward because I, I, you know, the NFL, again, it's very cold and it's very, I'm a macho man. Right. But it's like, you can still be a macho man and still treat people with respect and still, you know, try and maintain friendships essentially because don't you I want my friends to be my team you know you want to surround yourself with people who want to win as much as you do and I think for somebody like Carson he's like these guys don't want me to win they just drafted somebody right behind me to look over my shoulder so I I agree with you there I think I, I wonder I wonder how they feel today too
1: yeah and now I'm wondering is Jalen Hurts gonna feel the same way? Because Exactly. Yes, exactly. It, that that pick that we that we have, mm-hmm. uh, which we could have used for Jamar Chase for Carson Wentz, now we're gonna use probably for a quarterback who who's gonna go <laughs> who's gonna have to fight it out with Jalen Hurts in training camp. To see who's gonna have the spot, it's it's so frustrating. I hope
2: that narrative is just people trolling us. If we draft a quarterback at number six, I think I might actually go nuts. And my hair right factory. now. Yeah, my hair is gonna turn into that Rugrats Cynthia doll. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's what I'm gonna look like if they draft a quarterback at number six, Gio. It'll drive me insane.
0: Yeah, it's uh, but that's. I, that's what they're saying now. I know. I I just can't, I can't believe it. And it's so, and it's so embarrassing because I, you know, I keep thinking about how the gold standard in the NFL for how many years has been the new England Patriots, Mm -hmm. right? It's why it's because they have this perfect system in place and they had a franchise quarterback for years and years and years and years. And Tom Brady who they knew they could put in a position and then put different pieces around him and he would be able to execute. And um, when we got Carson, I was like, that's it. We got our yeah. goal. We got our main piece. It's like the quarterback is so essential to um, – it's the most important um, position, I think, in all of sports is an NFL quarterback. I mean, in, in every – and maybe a hockey goalie, but in every um, – in all sports, I think the the quarterback's the most important, which is why – it needs to be like, you need to have a little bit more respect for the person that you put in that position and not treat them. Like, I I don't know. It's, it's just seems like the Eagles wanted to kind of have this like revolving carousel. And I don't know if that has to go, if that goes back to, you know, how Nick Foles was able to step in and in 2017 and kind of carry the team. But it's not like, that's not how the NFL has worked with its championships. Like, the greatest team of all time had one quarterback for so many years because they respected that position and they gave Tom Brady what he needed to succeed. And a lot of that comes, it comes with repetition and it comes with practice, right? So it's just, it's such a mess. And then when you think of the team last year, how decimated the O-line was, you know, what, 12 different um,
2: combinations.
0: Yeah. 12 different combinations in like 13 weeks and then no receivers. It's just, they, I don't think that they ever gave him what he needed after 2017 to, um to, to move forward and to be that franchise guy that they drafted him to be. It just, none of it makes any sense to me.
2: I lose. No, some- <laughs> I agree. And Dan Orlovsky, I always go back to this at some point in the season, he had a quote and it was basically like when you're a quarterback of an NFL team, you need that confidence that when you go out on that field, you're like, I am the quarterback of this team. This is my team. Mm -hmm. And not once, and it's crazy, not once at any period in there did Carson have that confidence going out there because they just, the front office wouldn't give it to him. There was always some kind of controversy. And because even if you think about it, going back to 2016, when he was drafted, he wasn't our quarterback. He wasn't our answer. He was just our guy that was at some point going to replace Sam Bradford. You know what I mean? Like, he was never given that you're our quarterback kind of thing. And then when he was told that and given the money, they drafted a quarterback right behind him. So it's kind of like when you're in a relationship and a guy's telling you one thing and he does something else. So you really are always second question or second guessing every single move. And that's exactly how it was for Carson. And it, it's just so unfair to him.
1: Yeah. um, It was really weird this season, the way that they, it, it, they wouldn't let Carson run, and Carson is—he's one of those quarterbacks where he's really mobile in moments, but then he can launch the ball down the field when he needs to. I know, and I and and that's that's exactly what we need in our life, and they're telling him to not be to not be Carson.
2: That was the most frustrating part of the season for me was the fact that every single I mean, we did a pregame live show every single week. We said what needed to happen and consistently towards the top of that list was get out of the pocket and let Carson be Carson. And we just didn't see that and they refused to do it. And then as soon as Jalen Hurts came in, we saw everything that we were begging for them to let Carson do. And I don't know if it's just they didn't have confidence, if it's still the worried about being injury prone kind of thing. But it was just so frustrating as a fan because it was the obvious thing. And how could we as fans who aren't the professionals see that and them not?
0: Yeah, I and to your point, Sam, when um, I think about when, like you're saying, and I, pu- I put out that tweet last night because it, it drives me insane. And like you're saying all season long, it's like they need to roll him out of the pocket. Like this makes no sense. Yeah. And um, a lot of the – when they would question Carson in his press conferences this year and say to him, you know, Carson, like how, why do you think they're not rolling you out more? And his um, his response was always – Well, that was not part of the um, defensive plan. Like, as you know, we're our offensive plan for the defense, but really what the the, what they should have done was, you know, a good NFL team plays to their quarterback's skill set. And designs offensive schemes against for the defense to try and combat. They don't. It's not vice versa, right? You don't play down. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were playing down all season, so it just none of it, none of it made, made sense. And that's also, I mean, now we have a new head coach and a new set of guys, and you know they're all young. And I do, I do hope, like I do hope. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? And I, I want to see them do good, but it it just hurts right now because I feel like it didn't have to be this way.
1: Yeah, I don't think it had to be this way either. Um, The next thing that's going to really hurt us is Zach Ertz mm-hmm. leaving. Um, what do you guys think about Zach?
0: I think um, Zach is one of the most incredible athletes that Philadelphia has ever had. And I'm also mad at Howie for the way that that went down because, yeah, I mean, he's gonna, he's an Eagles, you know, all timer. What he's done for this team, what he's done for the city, um, I don't if that's gonna be really, really, really hard, I think, for a lot of the fans. And just to see him go somewhere else because he's still, I think, he's still got a lot of gas left in his tank. Um, but again, I, I, I don't know if the Eagles considered relationships and and feelings and I know that you're not supposed to because it's the NFL but at the same time this was somebody who brought so much to the franchise and you know how he lied to him he promised him that we're gonna rework that deal and then they oh no 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 so it's gonna be hard to see him somewhere else because he's been invaluable to the Eagles and to the city of Philadelphia and I mean he'll always be cherished and loved here you know, no matter where he goes. And I hope that he can come back and retire as an Eagle. Yeah, I agree with Nat.
2: I hold him in the same level that I hold Carson Wentz. And they both have done so much on and off the field for us. And it's such a shame to see what happened. And I believe that he's just been done such a disservice, just like Carson has. And the fact that this front office did nothing to help him. Like him and Carson had something electric. How can you have that? especially last year when they had no receivers. Obviously, every single team knows to double Zach Ertz. And the way that the front office treated him for that, for not producing like he was supposed to, made it seem like it was his fault when it wasn't at all. Like any team can see you have to guard Carson's main connection, especially if he has nothing else on the field. Mm -hmm. And they just, the way they handled it was so disgusting to me. And It's a shame, and I agree with Nat. I hope that he comes back and retires as an Eagle.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that uh, not only fans who want to get rid of Zach and Carson, um, but Howie is going to be really mad when they go to a different team and do really good. I hope. I hope they do.
2: Yeah, how awesome would it be to see him go to Indy with Carson? That'd be a dream, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, that that was kind of being tossed around, yeah, for a minute. That 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 was a possibility. It's it's gonna it's hard. It's hard because it's kind of like it's finally it's like the final, um, you know, I guess shoot a drop, and it's the closure. Uh, I think on that Super Bowl season, you know, and. I always said that the statue was a little premature. I feel like when you set things in stone early, you kind of (laughs) close the book on things. Right. You know? And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah. I I thought that I'm like, I'm like, why are you setting this in stone? This is just the beginning. Or so I thought, Um, (laughs) but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the end of this really fantastic era in Philadelphia Eagles history and I feel like it's just ending and it's like crashing and burning mm-hmm. and it's ending like so terribly when it didn't have to be this way like that's what I keep har- harping on I'm like it didn't have to be this way it didn't have to go down this way we're we we're not have like I keep thinking about you know that last game when it was um Carson Zach Ertz and Jason Kelsey sitting on the field after the game yes and I just keep thinking about that and I remember looking at that I was like that's it like That's it. I mean, I think Jason Kelsey will probably come back and maybe play another year. But what's what's left after that? Fletcher Cox, you know, Brandon Graham, Mm -hmm. um, Brandon Brooks can come back healthy or uh, Lane Johnson if he comes back. You know, it's like, yeah, we have some of those veterans, but it's it's a new it's a new era. It it really is. And I'm sad Mm -hmm. that the last one had to end this way because I think it could have been done a little bit more gracefully. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me being optimistic and and a wishful thinker.
1: Yeah, you guys should see my Twitter feed. Everyone is commenting on my video. Like, I saw someone say that they hope that Howie Roseman gets soup, and it's so hot that it burns his mouth. <laughs> he, he deserves, deserves it. it. I hope <laughs> that
0: too. Or, may, or maybe like a really hot sip of coffee or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and someone someone was like, Howie Roseman makes kids cry? <laughs> he does. <I>, <laughs> so, he does
2: cry. It's so insane to me because <laughs> ultimately with how Howie has treated everything and all, he's going to end up leaving here hopefully sooner than later. But it's just going to be so, it'll be nice when he leaves, but also at the same time, like, this should have been so much earlier we lost so much to keep him and it's not worth keeping I I, I,
0: I just don't know if they actually understand like the magnitude of how the fan base feels um with all of this I and I think it's because you know they're so disconnected they're these rich dudes they live in their like big fancy mansions in New Jersey or the main line wherever they live and They're probably not really on the internet that much. They probably just consume, you know, the news from wherever they want to read it. And I just, I wish that they knew or cared about how the fans felt and and just didn't try to um, manipulate and spin things in their favor when we all see right through it, you know? Because that's, that's also, I think, a little bit of a slap in the face to the fan base because it's like okay there are ways that you can phrase things and there are ways that you can handle things to make to me ma- not even like soften the blow but just not to make it feel like we're the you know that we're the ones who are irrational when it comes to all of this because you're the ones who paid Carson Wentz
2: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so not,
0: I, de- I don't have a <laughs> You know, so it's like, it's like, and now you're going to try and spin it and make it seem like it was something else. But you're the ones who paid them that money. And now you're taking the biggest dead cap hit in NFL history. But, but we're, but we overreacting. Like something doesn't make sense there. You know, like, yeah, I'd lo- I'd love to have a sit down and, and, and get up and talking to.
1: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, thank you guys for being on. This was really fun. Oh, gee, so, so much
0: fun. And let me know. I mean, anything you need, please don't hesitate to reach out. And um, yeah, good luck with today. I know you have some other stuff going on today. And uh, you're a champ, so you got this.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
2: yes, thanks for having me on again, Gio. You know, I'm always down to talk to you. It's such a great time every single time. So let me know the next time.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for being on and venting with me. Yeah. Uh, Go we birds. needed
0: this. Yes, go birds. <laughs> Always go birds, no matter what.
1: <laughs> yeah, no one knows where they're going, but no. go birds. <laughs> <Just keep> going. <laughs> Bye, bud.
2: Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24-7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.